Go home. Go home. Go home. Welcome to episode 31 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my best friend, my tag team partner, my co-host, Brian Abushakra. Brian, how you doing today? I'm all right. Brian, you got crazy hair going on right now. Oh, shit. It's getting long. It's getting wispy. It's uh, it's looking kind of Jeff Hardy-esque. Do I look it's like just Goku? Going... Yeah, you look... Brian, guys, you can't see it at home, but picture it. Brian looks just like goku do i look like goku now you look exactly like goku but i mean before he goes super saiyan obviously. yeah you look exactly like him okay. right before he goes super okay, saiyan okay good that's pretty good okay because maybe i'm gonna if i do this do i look like vegeta when he has a mustache yeah you look just like vegeta when he has a mustache which is from dragon ball gt i think it's after trunks is born but it's also <laughs> after when future trunks comes back in time uh, I don't know anything about anime. Was that right? I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Go tanks. <laughs> Guys, welcome back. We are at episode 31. Uh, I'm very excited because we keep this train rolling. We haven't missed an episode yet, which jinxes it because now we're definitely going to miss an episode soon. Yeah. Uh, consistency is the mark of greatness. <laughs> and so far, we have been fucking fantastic. Amazing. You guys can go on iTunes and leave us a review. Mm -hmm. We have 46 positive reviews and one Still negative just review. The one? <laughs> we have one negative review who uh. it's one guy who fucking hated us and 45 46 reviews I think that just go like, "Wow, this is a lot of fun." Great. So thank you one guy. Mm -hmm. We have a 5-star rating. It's not even like 4 and like 3 it's like 5. Good. We drowned out the one guy. <laughs> so you guys can go on to iTunes, leave mm -hmm. a rating that says, wow, these guys know so much about anime and wrestling. <laughs> Brian looks just like Vegeta with a mustache. So that can be the review that you leave. Uh, we're just giving you ideas. We're yeah. throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh, Brian, how's your week of wrestling been? Uh, it's, it's actually been pretty like quiet. It's been kind of a quiet week for yeah. wrestling. Yeah. We have a couple of shows coming up like the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, Super Awesome Showdown has a show on the 25th. Yeah. It's a Saturday. But the week before that, uh, Primetime Championship Wrestling, it's a new startup promotion in San Diego, yeah. is going to be running at the YMCA downtown. Um, the YMCA downtown, which will be torn down right after they're <laughs> done with this show. <laughs> That's so sad. It's like, hey guys, hey kids who live in the downtown urban area, where can you go to hang out? Uh, work out, you know, just chill with friends. How about the YMCA? Yeah, how about go fuck yourselves, you stupid fucking kids? Do you think any kids were actually get at the that fuck out of there? Yeah, no. well, maybe. Yeah, it's no. Yeah, it's right by like the NBC building. Uh huh. We kind of near Horton Plaza. Yeah, why wouldn't they just go to Horton Plaza? Because there's the big area they're supposed to develop out front to make like a like a pavilion. They right. haven't developed that yet. No, this is a very San Diego downtown centric <laughs> pod. If you live in like Des Moines, you're probably going. What the fuck are these guys talking about? Yeah, we'll tell What's you. What's a downtown area? I'm from, <laughs> from Des Moines. No, Des Moines is a big city. <laughs> nah, uh, okay, okay. Is it's big? It's big in the sense like it's Irvine big, or what is it? <laughs> like, what, where? How do you define a big city? Well, Slipknot's from Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> it's the capital of Iowa. <laughs> Wow, hey, shouts out Des Moines, shouts out Slipknot. Des Moines, we know you're listening to this with Slipknot. I know Slipknot's listening to this. Yeah, the, what's, what's the guy's name? Corey, Corey Taylor loves... Corey Feldman loves Corey. this show. <laughs> he he wears his leather clown mask and he says people equal shit, but uh, but the go-home show equals ratings. That's what that's what you do if you're in the van Slipknot. Brian, that's why you bought all those shirts in high school. To support them supporting us. Me and Brian have had a drink or two, oh and we are having a good time in episode 31 of the oh podcast. It's a little hot. It's a little humid. Yeah, what so the hell? It's a warm, sweaty night here in San Diego. It rained earlier today. In October But night. that doesn't matter because, Brian, I have a PlayStation 4, and you only have a PlayStation 3, you piece of shit. Fuck. So... I so, my PlayStation is one more. Yeah, it is. So just send money to the Go Home Show. Just send money to Eric. No, I'll send, send help, it to Brian. I'll help Brian play video games at my house. <laughs> Brian, you come over and play Shadows of Mordor. I will. Whenever you want, as long as I'm there and I'm not playing it. Oh, okay. So sometimes. So I can't come over when you're not home? No. Oh, you can <laughs> No, not like the first time we really started hanging out, which was <laughs> me going to Costco with my mom. I don't know. I've told the story, I think, once on the podcast. Yeah. I went to Costco with my mom uh -huh. to get glasses or contacts. I think it was glasses. <laughs> I came home and Brian was sitting in the back of my 1990 Toyota pickup pretending it was a canoe. <laughs> like he was rowing it. And it was like, hey, what's up, man? You're like, oh, just 
scene if you want to hang out. Me and Brian had, like, not hung out outside of school at all. In, like, at least two years. Yeah, exactly. And then from there, it was just like, well, Brian's coming over every day. Oh, we both go to this community college. Let's just take all of our classes together. Yep. That was it. That was it. That was, it's as simple yep. as that. It was as simple as that. And we would get done with classes, go back to Eric's house, and yep. we would watch the Food Network. Yeah! Dude, Good Eats is on the Food Network, or is on uh, Netflix now. Is it? Yes! The Hell first, yeah! The first eight seasons of Alton Brown's <laughs> show, Good Eats. That's what we would, would watch. Would you too sweet me for that? Hell yeah, Hell too yeah. sweet. That we would watch the shit out of that. Yep. And like... All, uh, Rachel Ray's show before she was somebody. Yeah, uh, all those 30-minute meals, yeah. all uh, everyday Italian, and Hell every yeah. time she would make anything that was remotely sexually charged, a 21-year-old, no, 19-year-old <laughs> yep. Brian yeah. would always make the joke. Hell yeah. Um, and then every Tuesday night, we'd watch Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, dude. Hell yeah. What's up? Gilmore Girls on Netflix also. Hell yeah, she's she straight. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. What's up, Alexis Bledel? I know Alexis Bledel. I know you're listening to this show. I know you're saying, "Look, I love NXT and I love Raw, and Hell I would yeah. love to know two handsome boys' opinions on that." Twenty-eight years old, two handsome boys' opinions on that. Alexis Bledel, boy, do we have a show for you? <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> hey, before we kind of get started with the rundown and everything, yeah. Shouts out to Hood Slam. <laughs> Hood Slam, which we have gotten reviews from. Right. People have written in, said like, hey, we're checking it out. I know a couple other people. I think uh, uh, Katie, who is uh, our friend Braith's girlfriend, I think she went and checked out Hood Slam. Oh my God. Yeah, and a few other people have checked it out. It is like a growing, weird, underground. Oh if you guys haven't seen Hood Slam, check it, up on, check it out on YouTube. Uh, you can search uh, Hood Slam, <laughs> comma, Drugs Bunny. Yeah, or uh, Prawn Cena. Yeah, uh, Hood Slam, uh, comma, 1920s Prohibition Match. What? <laughs> Look, Brian, I don't write Hood Slam. I haven't watched any Hood Slam. No, so Hood Slam is definitely on one end of the spectrum where it's weird and do whatever you want and everything. I think something that's happening in San Diego, that, that primetime championship wrestling, right. has a pretty stacked card yeah. for something that's like never been in like i mean they haven't run any shows no yet. they haven't uh they have a few uh followers on twitter you guys can check them out on twitter and you can see their card featuring johnny gargano yeah uh i think like tj perkins is on it joey ryan's on it chris masters who isn't chris masters anymore yeah uh ken shamrock ken shamrock's on it like it's a pretty yeah it's like a pretty stacked card for like a brand new show so we're definitely going to be there yep october if you, 18th if you guys are going to be in the san diego area october 18th come on down to uh, the downtown area we're hopefully going to be doing some stuff with them and uh hanging out checking out the wrestling and everything uh but after that october 25th super awesome showdown that's at right technomania circus maybe technomania circus's last uh, uh last show ever yeah maybe my, maybe so come and check that out also you can also check out super awesome showdown on twitter uh, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, everything. They're super awesome showdown. Everything is super awesome showdown. Mm -hmm. So, so definitely check it out. Uh, Brian, outside of outside of the weird world of wrestling, which we've touched on, but mostly talked about other things. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to bring up? Anything in the ether that you're just like, man, we've been really thinking about this. No, man. Not... Re really, I've been thinking about SmackDown's 15th anniversary. Oh yeah, that's a good point. The Edge and Christian's Total Year of Awesomeness 15 years retrospective. Awesome retrospective and the, NXT tag team title the number, number one contenders title tournament. <laughs> it's uh, so we just watched that. It was uh, it was good. It was just a little montagey mm -hmm. thing. It didn't go in depth into anything. Yeah, it was just like here's a funny segment and then some clips and then here's a funny segment and some clips. It's Edge and Christian who are like my favorite tag team of all time. I had a really good time watching it. They were great. Are you gonna watch SmackDown's 15th anniversary? I guess I, I guess I will. I probably won't. I, I mean, I feel like I should, but I I'll also feel like I'll get to it and I'll go, ah, I don't know. A SmackDown is a sinking ship. Uh, yeah. We were talking about this before uh, the, the show started, and Eric mentioned about how uh, WCW really wanted to do a Thursday night show. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're going to do Ted Turner wanted Thunder. And Eric Bischoff went, well, I'm sunk. <laughs> because it's so expensive mm -hmm. to run television. Yeah. And, okay, if... If your main show is your main show and your secondary show is just like a little featurette show mm -hmm. where you don't really continue anything, you're just kind of doing like, here's a spot for some guys, we'll just book it, whatever. Yeah. Which is what Thunder was yeah. for WCW, then you're just sinking money into something that's not benefiting you. Mm -hmm. SmackDown has become that. 
Yeah. SmackDown isn't booked to be important. It's not. And it's not booked to build talent. Nope. It's not booked to build for Raw, which is if they don't want it to be a competing show, yep. that's what they should do. It's SmackDown simply exists, and I don't know what you do but blow it up because no one's watching it. No. Like, it, but no one's watching it because you're not booking it to be important. Exactly. You're just booking it to be like, well, we have a show on Friday. Okay, well, what do you do with the show? We got um, uh, uh, we got six man tags, all the time. That's uh, all right. Yeah. What what else do you have? We got uh, we got uh, intercontinental title matches. Tight. Yeah. So, so does the main event. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So you do like really unique intercontinental title matches. Well, not unique. If it's good, we'll just put it on Raw. Like, literally just have the same match again. Yeah, we'll just do it again. Yep. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the point of SmackDown is, so blow it up. Yeah. Because you're not getting anything out of it. It's costing you a lot of money. Uh, Raw is three hours and shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. SmackDown is two hours and it should be none <laughs> because you're not doing anything with it. Make it an online show or don't have a show at all. Yeah. SmackDown, the purpose of SmackDown was to have a competing show. Like, we have, WCW has two shows. WWE has two shows now. WWF has two shows. You gotta have two, you have two shows. Yeah. Okay. And then SmackDown was like a, whoa, we are continuing and going here and going there and going back and going forth. And then like, oh, Raw ended. Go watch SmackDown. SmackDown's over. Go watch Raw. Everything built and everything built. Yeah. You've essentially made Shotgun Saturday Night on Friday. Mm-hmm. And even, I mean, you had the th- you had the three-show lineup. You had Monday Night Raw, uh-huh. which was the main story. Yep. You had Friday th- Night SmackDown. Well, at the time, Thursday, Thursday Oh, yeah, you're Smackdown, right. It was Thursday Night SmackDown. Which is how I still imagine yep. it. I mm-hmm. don't remember. I don't think it was. It was, it was Thursday. It was Thursday night because it wanted to be direct competition. Must, must see TV. Yep. And uh, and then... Sunday Night Heat. And you had Sunday Night Heat. And all su- and three Night shows Heat, were good. All, Sunday Night Heat was important to pay-per-views and everything. Yeah. I remember they would be like, hey, guess what? This match is going to be no DQ. And you're like, oh, what? Yep. Holy shit. It was awesome. That's really cool. But I will always have a soft spot in my heart for the smaller shows yeah. that were uh, jacked. Oh, my God. Metal. Oh, my God. Shotgun Saturday Night. What? what? And my <laughs> Favorite of all time, uh-huh. Velocity. Velocity. Velocity was the like cruiserweight SmackDown showcase. Yeah, Frankie Kazarian's like entire WWE run was on Velocity. Frankie Kazarian, Kaz, we know you're listening to this. We love you. We've met you several times. You are great. Awesome. We, I have nothing but positive things to say about you. You were like the highlight of Velocity for me. He was. Every week, I would tune into Velocity and be like, I hope the future Frankie Kazarian was on here. He would do a thing. Where he would frame up, he would draw like a rectangle like around his face and then point to himself. He was the future. That's and right. He, and he was, man, it was so awesome. There were so many good matches. Mm-hmm. I remember when we saw his um, his uh, WWE debut in a, de- yep. in a dark match. Yep. At, uh, yep, yep. I think it was a SmackDown. Yep. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. And uh, Velocity was just a cool show. I enjoy those little one-hour programs that didn't lend anything. It mm-hmm. was just like, here's some talent. Yeah. John Cena and Daniel Bryan had a match there but when, he was da- when he was Brian Danielson. Back when he's an indie guy, and John Cena just needed like a win over somebody. Oh, really? Yep. It oh, was John shit. Cena back when he was in like like the tights and everything. Uh, it was ruthless aggression, John Cena. Uh, Jamie Noble had a really good run there. Uh, there were a lot of good matches where it was like Paul London and uh, Akio, who was Jimmy Yang. That's right. A bunch of people. Ultimate Dragon, like the cruiserweights would all show up mm-hmm. on Velocity. If you guys can go back and watch Velocity matches, I really, really suggest it because you had like awesome cruiserweight action. That they just didn't put on SmackDown. I really hope that they put all of these things on the WWE. Oh, I would Network love soon. to have all. Dude, I would watch the shit out of Velocity. I would watch Sunday Night Heat, Velocity. Oh my God. I'd stay away from Shotgun Saturday Night. Uh, yeah, Samoa Joe wrestled Perry Saturn on a on a Shotgun Saturday Night one night. I think. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, man, I am I am a vast knowledge of shitty wrestling that you never need <laughs> yeah. to know. Yeah. Uh, my favorite era in Sunday Night Heat was mm-hmm. definitely Stevie Night Heat where it was uh, Stevie Richards and Victoria. They were a crazy couple, and for some reason, Stevie Richards proclaimed himself the general manager of Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> he had a fuzzy pink, like, uh, floppy hat, yeah. and I went to the mall and I bought one, too. Uh, uh, it was the coolest thing. Mm, no, it wasn't. Fuzzy pink floppy hat. Okay. It was great. I remember that Stevie hat. Night Heat. Yeah. I there, there was one moment where Victoria said, Stevie, look, I'm Godzilla, and she got up on the table and started stomping on everything. <laughs> it was pretty cool. All right. I didn't have a lot of sex in high school. Mm, yeah. I know. Listen, I know that's really hard for everyone to believe. Yeah. 
I just shocking it is. to all of you. Mm-hmm. But I was spending my time uh, taking pictures of guys, essentially in underwear, hanging them on a corkboard wall in my room, and then going, "These guys fucking rule." And then he watched wrestling. And then I would watch wrestling on videotapes because I would tape trade. That's again, cool. again, didn't have a lot of sex in high school. Mm. Weird. I wonder why. I don't know. One day, guys, if you have any ideas, <laughs> send them to GoShow and Vegas64.com. Let me know. Wow. <laughs> well, we've gone in about every direction we can go in with this show so far. Uh, let me say that I am very excited for WWE 2K15. Yeah, me too. Because NBA 2K15 came out. That is like the best looking video game I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I I was watching streams of it on Twitch Mm because it was like so good looking. WWE 2K15 is going, Mm -hmm. is a, is a great looking game is going to be made by the same people. There will be times where you do stuff and you go, oh, I thought I was watching wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I've been, the stuff I've seen from it, I, I want... This is weird because I normally just don't care yep. about WWE games. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll play them. Oh, I, I play, I hate, I see, Secret Vice, play them every single, I rent them, play yep. them every single and, year. And that's how I play them, mm-hmm. is Eric gets it, and then I go, hey, let's play. I suck at him, he's good at him. Mm-hmm. This time around, all of the stuff that I've seen and mm-hmm. heard from it actually sounds like a very well-made, very well-put-together game, and then it looks amazing. 2K came in, and they're like, well, we're just going to make it like our NBA franchise, and everybody went... Thank you, God. Yeah. I, I I want a PS4 for that game. It looks... I got a PS4, not for that game, but I will be playing the shit out of that game when it comes out. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited. I'm going to make my uh, make my character. His name's probably going to be Terry Modesto. Yep. He's going to go in, and he's going to beat everybody in uh, NXT. Take that, Corey Graves. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Corey Graves. Sorry. I'm going to re-injure you so you yeah, can't Yeah, give him another up. concussion. <laughs> He's been out for so long. I'm going to mess up your hair so bad your brain fucks up. Stay down. <laughs> Corey Graves, we know you're listening to this. We love you. I, we honestly, Please come back. We honestly really, really like Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. He is going to be one of those guys that we talk about in like four years and go, fuck, man, Corey Graves could have been somebody. Yeah. Shit. Oh, oh, Brian, wow. Brian got a uh, paper cut. No, he got some stuff just attached to his nail. Brian. Yes. Speaking of NXT. Right. Did you watch NXT? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. NXT is the thing that I look forward oh, to. Oh, me week. too. I, I put it off for a couple of days because I wanted to watch it but didn't want to take notes because I'm uh lazy is the word. Oh yeah. Um so I kept putting it off and then I went, time to fucking do it. And yep. I always get excited. I always have such a good time me watching too. NXT. Yeah. We open with a rematch. This is the night of rematches. Mm-hmm. I think uh, about every match is a rematch, except maybe two. And they were relatively brief. Yes. Um, we got uh, Bailey and Charlotte rematch for the NXT Women's Championship. Yes. From NXT TakeOver Fatal 4-Way 2, TakeOver 2, Fatal 4-Way. Two. Two. Fatal 8-Way. <laughs> this match is deliberately slow. Yeah. This match is incredibly slow. But it was awesome. This The pacing of this match, I thought, was interesting because it worked so slow not even from the get-go. It had, like, some pinning maneuvers and everything. It had Oklahoma Rolls, Maestro Cradles, yeah. uh, Sunset Flips, uh, Victory Rolls. It, it had it had a lot of pinning combinations from Bailey, mm-hmm. and then Charlotte took control and really slowed it down. Charlotte worked, a, like, a heel's pace in this match. Yeah. If you guys aren't aware, watch when a heel takes control so slow she's such a it good is, heel it is deliberate mm-hmm. and slow because you're supposed to watch it and go oh come on yep and that is what you're building towards for the baby face comeback exactly it should, it should go face heel face heel minor face heel minor face heel face and then yep uh, either the heel stops it or there's almost a stop and then the face wins mm-hmm. this match was definitely face Heel. Yeah. Face. Heel. Yep. It was so slow. Great match. Um, Really working Bailey's knee in the whole match. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Me too. Bailey is the uh, ultimate underdog. She's the Sami Zayn of the women's division. <laughs> uh, I like the figure four with the bridge. Yeah. She, How cool was that? She called it a figure eight on Twitter. I, I saw that. Which I liked. I thought that was cool. It shows... She does like... I hate that she woos. I don't know if we've talked about this. 
I hate that she. I hate that she does the woo. Yeah. You don't have to be like your dad to get over. Mm -hmm. You are good enough to be outside that shadow Mm -hmm. and really make it on your own. Take the pieces that he's kind of like laid out there. Yeah. And put your own twist on it. And I feel like she's really done that with that figure four headlock. And now Mm -hmm. with, well, I guess we'll call it the figure eight, the the figure four with like that big bridge. Bridge, Yeah. She's like really set herself up Mm -hmm. to do some really cool stuff with pieces that her dad did. And then she just woos. I don't like it. I don't like that his music is worked into hers. I, I agree. Uh, I think Curtis Axel has the same kind of thing. Yeah. It, but it's weird because it's like, we want, they're third generation, don't forget. And it's like, right, I can't forget because you're like tamping it down my throat. Yeah. I really think that Charlotte is talented mm-hmm. enough and versatile enough to really step out of that shadow mm-hmm. and make a career for herself. Absolutely. And, and take the pieces and be like, well, there's the figure four. Oh, it's the figure eight. Yeah. Or there's a figure four headlock. I, I think the best example of this is, I mean, the, the best example mm-hmm. absolutely is Randy Orton. Yeah. He is Cowboy Bob Orton's oh, I, son. Oh, I forget, I forget that and he's... And you just forget it. Yep. Totally forget. The next best person is uh, Gold and Stardust, mm-hmm. or Dusty Rhodes. Yep. Because... Otherwise, you wouldn't know that they are the children of the American dream. Oh, I think the number one example of all of this is The Rock. The Rock's oh, a that's third, right. See? The Rock's a third-generation superstar, but he kept being touted as a third-generation superstar. Yeah. Oh, hi, Chief Peter Maivia and, and, and Rocky, Rocky Johnson. Johnson. Oh, don't forget, 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 and the crowd fucking hated it. Yeah, and that's why we, and, and nobody liked him. Exactly, and then The Rock really stepped out of the shadows mm-hmm. there are ways to do it and i think touting them is like these are this is the third generation super yeah it's not the way to do it yeah I it's agree. not i agree i i wish they would do something else especially with somebody as talented as charlotte because yeah. she is a ring general yeah she's and great in the ring she can move really well in the ring she does everything really well the my only knock on her is that i hate her chest chops yeah she has her arm completely straight the whole time yeah it's like wh- what is that <laughs> It's so, it looks like, okay, I'm going to give you a chest chop all the way across. And she has long arms. Long arms. And it looks so strange. And it's funny to see her work against someone like Bailey, who's incredibly fluid in the ring. I yeah. love watching Bailey work. Yeah, Bailey's amazing. Uh, she's a great underdog, but her wrestling ability is like really, I think, leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of people. Yeah. She is, she is so clean Mm -hmm. doesn't really mess up Mm -mm. is not afraid to take bumps not afraid to take weird bumps like hitting the head in like the bottom turnbuckle where people go like what the fuck you can tell that she really loves wrestling and is willing to really go out there and do something yep she will work toward she will win the nxt women's championship oh absolutely she absolutely i mean there i there's no doubt in my mind that she'll win i think i think we're building to a triple threat at the next big show between sasha bailey and 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 charlotte and charlotte I, i agree um so there's the figure eight, and uh, again, more working of the knee on Bailey. Bailey has her little flurry, her little, her, uh, it was supposed to be her major comeback, and uh, it gets stopped by Charlotte, and natural, Bailey gets hit with natural selection. She's selected naturally. Bummer. Yeah. Charlotte wins one, two, three. I didn't think there was no. any chance that Bailey was going to win here. No. But Charlotte and Bailey hug. Uh, Charlotte raises Bailey's hand. I don't like it. But whatever. Yeah, I, I feel like because it's a sort of indie promotion, it kind of works. Yeah. But I agree because it's it's building to something bigger. Yeah. So why have that? It just it. Charlotte either needs to be a heel or a face, mm-hmm. and she's in the in between area because she's she's obviously turning, yeah. and the crowd really likes her. But you can't really be the face unless you're like Alexa Bliss, who has not shown a heel tendency ever in yeah. her in her short short career. Yeah. But like. You can't really play the face against Bailey because Bailey is like the ultimate face. Yeah, it's it, especially because like you're you're trying to build her as like the technical heel. Yeah. Um, but I don't even think they're building her as that anymore because yeah. now she's like okay, she's like the technical heel, and now it's like, oh, uh, you earned my respect. Hug. Yeah. Hug. Raise your hand. We yay, we did it. Yeah. So I agree. She's I, not doing anything that's really heelish nope. anymore. Mm-mm. But like it's her it's the way she carries herself. Mm-hmm. I just think she's a natural heel. I agree. But I think at the same time she doesn't want to be. I think she's triple I think she's like triple H oh, God, where she I wants that. she wants the pops and everything, but like everything about her mm-hmm. is like you're a natural heel. Mm-hmm. You're just a natural heel. And and she would do so well as a heel. Yeah. If she just went full force. Yep. Uh next we get Victor against Hideo Atami. <laughs> Uh, I was looking forward to this match. 
for the wrong reason. Uh, I wanted, I we thought that something was happening during this match, and it's yep. not until next week. Yep. So watch NXT next week. Yeah. Or this or this week or next week? Next this week. This week. This watch week. it this week, and then watch it also next week. Keep watch watching. It. Just keep watching. Just NXT. Watch NXT. Just watch NXT. Yeah. Why are you not watching NXT? If if you're listening to this podcast and you're not watching NXT, I don't know. What's what are, wrong you, with what are you doing? Go to WatchWrestling.ch and you can watch all the NXT you want. Yep. You can watch all the WWE Network you want too. Yep. Uh. So Ascension just jumps to Tommy before the match even starts. They hit a fucking cool ass move. Yeah. That back body drop to the elbow drop was like, damn. Why didn't I think of that before? Mm-hmm. What a great idea. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That I saw another uh, tag move that I always went, I went like. That's fucking genius. Why didn't I think of that? Mm-hmm. It was a uh, a razor's edge. So it's a crucifix bomb. Right. Off the second rope. Oh, yeah. It was the Briscoe Brothers doing this to El Generico. It's old. It's older. Um, so it's a crucifix bomb off the mm-hmm. second rope. I think it was Jay Briscoe and then Mark Briscoe leaping off the top rope and catching Generico in a neck breaker oh. while they go down into that crucifix power oh. bomb. It was so sick. Damn. And I just went... Yeah, why did I never think of that? Why didn't Damn. I ever think? Like, it lends itself so well to a double team move. Yeah. Perfect. Damn. Genius. Genius. So this backdrop to elbow drop was really, really cool. And um, Hideo Itami sold it really, really well. I yeah. thought it, I thought he he did the whole Jim Cornette, like what Jim Cornette likes to do in Ring of Honor, like have his guys do, which is like the sit up, glassy eyed, like have have your arms like kind of like the MMA knockout shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That that's what... Jim Cornette had everyone do an ROH, and uh, Atami did that, and I, I thought it looked good in the situation. Yeah, it did. He, he looked he looked really loopy. Yep. So it was cool. Uh, after that, Enzo Cass and Carmella training. It's so weird. I love it. it. Oh, performance center, no one's here. Oh, uh, how you doing? Hey. I love oh, it. lock up. Smell your hair. What? I Hang love, on. I love his hair. It's so weird. And then uh, I like Carmella. I just Enzo's Enzo's hair is ridiculous. <laughs> He's got it all tied up in a ponytail. Yeah. When what the fuck is that? Well, what's it gonna look like? Have you have you thought about what it's gonna look like outside of a ponytail? Yeah. It's gonna look weird as shit. <laughs> He's gonna look, he's gonna look like Lance Storm at the beginning of his ECW career, ah! which was uh, flat top, bleached ponytail, oh not connected God. to anything. Go check it out. I don't go want check it out. It. I don't want it. Shut that's, up. Go check it out. That's the nineties. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So they train Carmella, and Carmella knocks Enzo out of the ring with a dropkick, which is the move of, I don't really know how to wrestle, but I can do a dropkick. Yeah. That's what a dropkick is That's all it is. Maven did a dropkick. Like, that's all it is. That's all it is. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Baron Corbin against Troy McClain. Uh, I like Baron Corbin still. Yeah. But I was rooting for Troy McClain for one reason. Why is that? Pomona, California. (laughs) Troy McLean shouts out Pomona, shouts out the Glass House, glass, uh, shouts out Aladdin number two. Oh, my God. Um, uh, shouts out Fox Theater. Uh, shouts out Pomona. Shouts yeah. out Pomona Speedway. Uh, shouts out that swap meet where people can go buy, like, uh, old comic books or see a rat rod. Uh, it's it's a cobbled together shitty car. Uh, yeah, it's called a uh, rat rod. Go uh, look it up. Google rat rod. Shouts, hey, rat rods, we know you're listening to this. Thank you, Rat Rods. Shouts out Evo Convention back yeah. in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> so, Troy McLean, shouts out to you from being from shitty fucking Pomona, California. Hey, man, we're just going to take that 60 freeway. Let's just shoot up five. We'll just jump on the 91 till we hit the five. We'll shoot all the way up. We'll take the 60 to mm-hmm. Pomona, California. Yeah. And then what? And then go home. <laughs> and then go home. Why the fuck are you in Pomona? Uh, there's a university. There, there is. I almost applied to Pomona. Oh, well, that's fucked up. <laughs> I would have been so miserable <laughs> yeah. if I lived in Pomona. Yeah, you would have. Oh God. Oh. Um. Uh. Pomona Troy McLean gets hit with end of days. Yep. Uh. He's got some slick back hair, man. Yeah, he does. He, that that was some. He, it looked good until he got hit one time, and, and then, then it was all over done. the place, and then it looked terrible. I this match I wrote down before it's when the bell rang. I wrote. Squash match over in less than 30 seconds. I started counting when the bell rang. Uh-huh. It was done in 30 seconds. Yeah! Hell so, yeah. yeah. Good time management skills by Baron Corbin. Yep. Uh, who has a good look except for the shittiest beard I've ever seen. I hate his tattoos. I can't get over it. Really? His He's... chest tattoo is the worst. What? What do you mean? You don't like You don't like the chest piece that a 22-year-old girl at a bar you would see in North Park would have? Oh, yeah. Hell, it's a big old heart, and there's a lock and some, like... P- prisms and, like, fucking... <laughs> 
dragon shit. Baron Corbin, don't listen to Brian. You have a great tattoo. You keep doing it. Uh-huh. Do more. You know what he needs? Yeah. More tattoos. He does. CM Punk status. Yeah. All across the all, chest. Uh, all across. Because that will hide uh, the heart with the lock. Yes, and all the stuff. Tyson Kidd promo. Yes. Tyson Kidd backstage talking about how he doesn't need anyone's help, but all he needs is one more opportunity, and that is what William Regal gave him. And then um, the, the fucking terrible interviewer saying, well, people are saying you're only getting the shot because of your wife. Can you believe that, Brian? How could you? How could you say such a thing to Tyson Kidd? He's been on both main event and Raw. Yeah. In the last, like, week. He doesn't need Natty. So, and, and he's been on, and he's on main event this week. Yeah. So. And he was on Raw. And on Total Divas. So. He doesn't need help, mm. even though he's the guy who got pinned in the Fatal 4-Way match, and he's lost every title uh, match he's ever had, and he's been on a losing streak for two months. He doesn't need anyone's help. He's got his Beats by Dre, and he's in business, Brian. Yeah, he's got the new iPhone, and he's watching videos on it. Yeah, in, in true 16 by 9 he is. He certainly is. Goddamn right, <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Uh, after the Tyson Kid promo, we get a Law Resistance promo. Who they uh, they talk about how Enzo and Cass uh, they want them in a tag team match. So next week it's uh, Sylvain Grenier and Rob Conway La Resistance Wait. against Enzo and Big Cass. Wait. Oh. Isn't it the Legionnaires? Oh right, the Legionnaires. Sorry, I confuse my uh, shitty stereotypical French tag teams. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Marcus Louis looks like a literal monster. Yeah. Next, we have the VOD villains against T against TD and JJ, <laughs> Ty Dillinger and Jason Jordan. I I love Gotch. Simon Gotch is so much fun. Oh, he's great, and the crowd loves him. Yeah. Uh, they have a new entrance theme. Oh yeah. It's terrible, but I also kind of like it. Yeah. But really, it's terrible. Mm. Um, they also have a slightly new entrance where they do the gold dusty, like slow it down to a different frame rate type thing. Oh, that's right. They did kind of a like 16 frames yeah. type deal. Because I don't know if people realize gold dust was 24 frames. So mm. it looked like film. Yep. Instead of 30, which is TV. Yeah. 24 gold dust. And theirs is like a 16, which is like what uh, old like black and white silent film was. Mm-hmm. And it looked cool. It looked really I like good. Um, I like Ty Dillinger and Jason Jordan's entrance. Me too. They do, like, the whole jumping up, sliding through. I like it. High five. Every time I see Ty Dillinger, I like him. I like him a lot. He will. He's not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. No. no. And it's really a bummer because I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. No gimmick. Pretty bland look. Yeah. I, Ty Dillinger, I know you're listening to this. You're so close, man. I, I love you. Yep. I think you're great. But to be fair... I feel like everyone that we've loved in NXT, it's been like the kiss of death for them. <sighs> it's been like release, relegated even lower. Yeah. Goodbye. Did Camacho join Bullet Club yet? God or damn what? it! Hurry up, Camacho. Uh, I've been I've been following um, uh, Bad Luck Fale, uh, Talks Fale mm. on uh, on Instagram, and he's in New Zealand. Damn, he's pretty cool. I like it. So anyway, uh, Vaude Villains against uh, Ty D-, T D and J J. Um, put your Dukes up, chant. I thought that was a great chant. That was a good chant. The NXT universe chant. in this on this show, I wasn't really happy with. Yeah. But I thought "Put Your Dukes Up" was a good chant. Also, the audio mixing in this episode is fucking terrible. The audio mixing in every episode is terrible. It's so bad. It's the commentators so bad are so quiet, and the behind the scenes are so loud. The commentators here were so loud, and then the ring action was so fucking quiet. You couldn't hear the crowd or anything. Mm-mm. But I think that they didn't like what the crowd was chanting most of the show, so yeah. they kept it really quiet. I think it was on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's my conspiracy theory. Uh, this match is really back and forth. The crowd fucking loves the villains. Yeah. They love them. Yeah. Which they- is fair because the villains are so entertaining. Mm-hmm. They're supposed and, to be heels. And they have such good teamwork. Yep. They're, they are what I want out of a tag team. They're interesting and they're guys who I don't think necessarily fit the mold of WWE, but like put them together and you go, this is cool. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Great. I really like it. Yep. Uh, they win with That's a Wrap. Which was pretty much expected because you figured they're kind of next in line. They're supposed to be heels, but they're going to go up against the Lucha Dragons, and the Lucha Dragons are going to get booed. Yeah. Like, they're not, they're the Adrian Neville of the tag division. <laughs> like, they're, they're a nice filler face yeah. for the faces, or for like the crowd, for the stuff that people like really want to cheer. Yeah. 
It's weird. The VOD villains are like the Sami Zayn, <laughs> where they're going to get cheered. Yeah. And uh, this it's just not boding well for the Lucha Dragons, which sucks because I love Kalisto. Me too. I, I think Sin Cara is just kind of like not yeah. there. No. But whatever, I like Sin Cara too. Yep. Not, not a big deal. Um, Tommy's backstage in the trainer's room talking about how he's feeling better. And uh, Funaki comes in and says he's going to back up Hideo Itami. And, hey, and Hideo Itami is, like, pretty okay with that. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I think one of the first things I said to Eric when he came in was, why was Funaki on NXT? <laughs> it, was, it was, hey, Brian, what's up? Hey, why was Funaki on NXT? Hey, so are we going to hang out? What's up, man? <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't get it. Yep. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, after that, we get a Bailey backstage promo where she talks about being the best and she's going to win that championship and... Uh, Everyone's depending on her and everything. Then Sasha, who's the HBIC head boss in charge, mm-hmm. uh, comes and jumps Bailey and says that uh, your time is up, my time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. Uh, she says that she's going after Charlotte next. <gasps> boss, she is not ratchet. Sasha Banks, I know you're listening to this. I literally love you. Listen, we we are what got you to a thousand followers. I, I, on yeah, I had I I retweeted, I retumbled or whatever the I fuck out of shit. All the time I, I on love, Tumblr. Hey, if you don't follow Sasha Banks on Tumblr, you should. If you want pictures of um, fashion, uh, f- uh, makeup, urban art, uh, some for some reason Eddie Guerrero. She loves Eddie. She Guerrero. loves Eddie that's Guerrero. Her, that's her favorite wrestler. It, it is. It's very cool. She'll reblog stuff, and I'll go. Oh, this is a cool little photo set of Eddie Guerrero. I'll reblog that too. Yep. And then it's like Sailor Moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll reblog a, a bunch of stuff that fans write about her too, mm-hmm. and then like I just think that's great. Yeah, it's like oh, you're so connected. This is mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant. Uh, main event time. Yeah, Tyson Kidd against Adrian Neville. So excited. Uh, Titus O'Neil is in the crowd. Tyson. What are you What are you doing, Big Dog? Yeah. What are you doing, Gator? Where's the Slater? He's not there. Only the Gator. Ah. I love that NXT is like outside of WWE. Me too. That's it's awesome. Weird. I lo- let it be its own thing. It is very much its own thing. I love it. This match is very aggressive from the get-go. Uh, this audience needs to calm the fuck down with its shitty eight-man chants. It's trying to chant anything Yeah. that, like, one fat dude is going like, hey, 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 yeah, man. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Add to the show, don't detract from it, and I felt like there were times where they added but really detracted. Mm-hmm. And it's like, stop getting yourself over get exactly get the show over and that, and that's the problem normally the nxt universe is really good they're at, really good at getting everything over but this this crowd there, there were moments not. where it was just like shut up yeah shut the fuck up i just don't have the patience for it i and no. it's not funny no it's not I, and i don't and hey even if it was funny i don't have i don't need funny in the middle of a main event match Mm-mm. or in any match that isn't geared toward what's going yeah. on in the in like, the actual match shut up i just don't like it i, I just i i honestly but i don't know i guess i'm a stickler for it um that armbar to powerbomb spot yeah. i thought was really cool lifting him twice like couldn't get couldn't get him up couldn't get him up and then he did it i thought was really really cool that was man um there was another spot that was just a sit-out powerbomb that looked fucking disastrous yeah it looked like it looked like Tyson Kid bumped hard on that. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Tyson Kid hit hit his uh his old move, which he never really used, but was for some reason in WWE 2K14. Um, I think in 2K14, maybe in 2K13. Um, uh, Code Blue. It's his. Oh, yeah. It's it's that like little flip up neck breaker thing that he does. It's like a lift. Yeah. Into a neck breaker. It's yeah. like it's like a snapmare that doesn't turn him over. But then he, like, flips it. I don't know. He does an act right here. looks sick. Yeah. And they're like, wow, that's incredible. We've never seen that before. I'd seen it before. <gasps> ha, ha, ha. He, they, he, it was probably in the game because he did the motion capture. Um, sunset flip powerbomb into a backflip reversal. Uh, then the sharpshooter where he does the rake to the eyes and everything. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yep. Adrian Neville gets to the bottom rope. I really like. When he walked him into that sharpshooter, I was like, I, yeah. oh, shit. He yeah. might do this. Yeah. No. Nope. I, I thought it was going to be it. Mm-hmm. But then, Adrian Neville's on the outside. Titus O'Neil attacks Adrian Neville on the outside, who just barely makes it in. Sami Zayn comes in and kicks fucking Titus O'Neil's head off. That was awesome. Holy shit. It's ridiculous. It, like, it looked so good. The camera angle was there. Yeah. Whoever produced that part of that segment, great job. Mm-hmm. Billy Kidman, it was probably you. Great job. <laughs> The camera angle was perfect. Sami yeah. Zayn coming out of nowhere was perfect. Yeah. Titus O'Neil is exactly where he needed to be, and it looked awesome. 
Uh, Tyson Kidd lost. No more tag team, or no, no more tag team, no more title shots. As long as Neville is champ. Yep. So I wonder what, what that moves for Kidd. Does that put him back on maybe, Raw? I don't know. Maybe he'll be called up a little bit more. But if he's still down there, I could imagine that whoever wins the uh, title next, Tyson Kidd will be the first one to come out and mm-hmm. go, all right, so I'm first in line for a title shot. <laughs> I would. Hey, that's a great heel. I think that would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they. I feel like I've seen that before with another team. I feel like as long as the Hardys had the tag team titles, Edge and Christian couldn't, like— couldn't oh yeah get a tag, couldn't get a tag team title shot so then they started wrestling as like the conquistadors i feel like that's how that happened that's right yep so there you go whatever it's happened before and it could happen again um tyson kid just start dressing up like stuff like that why not fuck it he's not a gimmick anyway um let's move into raw yeah. any other notes from nxt yeah why are there commercial breaks because it's shown internationally Oh, okay. In like different countries, it's shown on TV. Okay. In oh. Japan, it's shown on TV. Okay. Cause Sky that, Sports, Japan Sports Three or whatever. Wh- whatever it's called. Because I was wondering, I'm like, why do we do this? That's what it is. Okay. That that is the reason. It's it's filmed for an interna- international audience, but put on the WWE network here. Huh. That's cool. There you go. It's the same for uh, why is Superstars or why is Main Event? They're shown international. Oh, that's right. They're I mean, shown internationally. That makes sense. Now. There you go. Ta-da! Abu Dhabi goes big for Main Event, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Um, Raw. Seth Rollins has a promo. He's gonna take over hashtag Raw Takeover or whatever the fuck Chicago was doing that one time right after CM Punk quit. Remember that hashtag Takeover Raw? Oh yeah, forever ago. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Not, yeah. Seth Rollins was gonna come in and he was gonna take over Raw because he was so humiliated. Err. M N N, which was again uh, uh, Mercury in Noble. Or uh, they coming down and they want they want Seth Rollins to leave the ring. Yeah, he will not leave the ring. No, he won't. Because he loves when people hate him. He's me on the internet. Oh uh, yeah. And then John Cena comes down and uh, chases him off. And then and then like the best part of Raw happened, which was Seth Rollins in the crowd going, "Yeah, you can't get me back." And then Dean Ambrose walking up behind him and and just like watching Cena in the ring going like, "Yeah." Oh, we're fighting, right. And then he, like, starts fighting Seth Rollins. I love Dean Ambrose. I thought that was hilarious. They get into it. Uh, he tosses Rollins over the barricade. Cena and Rollins get into it. And then Dean Ambrose, uh, doing his favorite spot, which is jumping on people like a cat, uh, jumps on them like a cat. He does. And then Seth Rollins gets away when when MNN comes and uh, tackles uh, Ambrose and John Cena's laid out. The Authority comes down. They intervene. They're making a tag match where uh, Triple H loves a pop. Do yep. you guys, hey, do you guys, it was Stephanie going, hey, do you guys want to see John Cena and Ambrose get their hands on Seth Rollins? Yay. No. Do you want to see John Cena and Dean Ambrose get their hands on Seth Rollins? Yeah, it was bad. Ah, stop it. Be the, just be a heel and embrace that. Get the biggest heel heat you can get. Please. Because he's one of the best heels. He is, but then he always wants to pop, and Charlotte does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they make a handicap tag match, uh, which is Cena and Ambrose against uh, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, and uh, Kane, who is, uh, I'm convinced, just like, hey, we're short on heels. We'll fucking just put Kane. Who gives a shit? Yep. There you go. That's the main event. That's it. Next, we get Dusty Rhodes and Cesaro against the Usos and Ziggler. Uh, the Usos have uh, probably the worst promo I've ever seen them cut pre-match. Oh, I skipped it. It was miserable. I, I, if you didn't know, all I could think was, if you didn't know who the Usos were and you saw them cut that, you would not think that they're the heel team. You would think, these guys are fucking idiots, and they're heel. Like, you would think, like, they're yeah. not, I'm sorry, I think I misspoke. They're, there's no way you would think they're faces. Yeah. You would just look at this and go, these guys are fucking idiots. What is this? They're dumb. Yep, so there you go. They're the shitty high school jocks who aren't funny, but think they are. There you go. Uh, Goldust beats the shit out of Unoso and tosses him into uh, the ring steps. Damn. Which Michael Cole gets completely wrong later in the match. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I didn't. Uh, there's a there's a time where Cesaro is stopping the hot tag to Ziggler. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're saying like, oh, Ziggler wants, to, wants a tag in. And Michael Cole goes, yeah, well, Cesaro really tagged Ziggler earlier when he threw him into the ring steps before the match started. I had to pause it and go, did you... What? Did you watch it? Did you watch what happened in front of you? I don't think he did. Goldust threw Unoso into the steps. Whoops. You couldn't... No one... 
looked like that. You had no one looked like the people that you said you did that don't look like the people that did that the only, at all. The only thing I can think mm-hmm. is that Michael Cole, mm-hmm. who has repeatedly been chastised for not watching the action, uh-huh. wasn't the, watching, wasn't the, watching the action, and <laughs> just and just read the script, yep. which originally which, which, which had was that. that. Yep, I think. Holy shit! I think you're right. Yeah, because that happened at the end of uh, what was that? Night of Champions. Yep, when he kept saying that. Uh, he was about to tap out. Yeah, it was like, we need to reset this. We need to reset this. And it's like, stop. Brock Lesnar almost tapped out. <laughs> you can't tap out when you're getting pinned. <laughs> so he doesn't. Yeah, he, he goes off the script. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like embarrassing. It's sad. Um, Cesaro taunting Ziggler, I loved. And the crowd wanted Ziggler so bad. Yeah. Ziggler finally gets the hot tag in. That tilt-a-whirl sleeper looked so smooth. Yeah. God damn, that looked awesome. It was really cool. Uh, the triple super kick to Stardust and then the Unoso splash ended this match. Any other notes at all? Just, man, uh, Michael Cole. Yeah. I, I, the, the calling this night yep. was just bad. Yeah, it's it was, I felt like everybody was just checked out. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know why, because it, they, they had a hot crowd in, Bro- in Brooklyn. Yep. Um, but, man, it, it's like they don't care. Yep. I, and I think it's because it's a three-man call team. Yep. And each one is hoping the other person's in and pulled away. There you go. And no, and so nobody does it. Yep. Uh, next, we get uh, Adam Rose coming out with Hoda Kotb and Kathy Lee. I skipped the segment. Brian, any notes? Uh, let's see. I wrote um, Rose's facial hair sucks. Uh-huh. Um, cheap, bop, cheap pop by Kathy Lee. Old women get drunk on their own show. I'm sorry, on their own brand of wine. Uh-huh. Uh, crazy Dance is promised by Kathy Lee and delivered by Hoda. Then two bottles broken on ancient ath- asses. Both women stage dive, fight cancer, fuck this. So next we get Bo Dallas and Mark Henry. Bo Dallas and Mark Henry have had a little mini feud the last week. I'm loving it. Where Bo Dallas is two and two and Bo mm-hmm. against Mark Henry. Um, Bo Dallas... Needs to run the fuck away because Mark Henry looks like an actual bear. He does. He looks like a scary... He ran to the ring at one point, and all I could think was, imagine Mark Henry running at you. Fuck Fuck. that. (laughs) Holy shit. He's terrifying. He is. He's a scary motherfucker. God damn. Yeah. Um, Henry destroys Bo Dallas on the outside of the ring. Throwing him into the guard, like the barricade, and Bo Dallas did like a actual front flip into it. Damn. Looked awesome. Yeah. I love the way this match ended, though, where Bo Dallas is about to get World Song Strongest Slammed into the table, goes up and over Mark Henry, slides in. Mark Henry, being a big old man, can't get back into the ring fast enough and gets counted out. That was awesome. Bo Dallas, three and Bo against Mark Henry. Love it. Bo leave. I love that they're continuing this feud. Yep. Uh, and then they showed the crowd and there's a Lebanese flag. There are two. Really? There's one coming down the ramp and one in the background. I didn't notice that. I don't know why they were there. Shouts out Lebanon. Yeah, shouts, shouts out uh, Damien Mizdow. Yeah, <laughs> Lebanon, we know you're listening to this. Thank you. Yep. Uh, we get an Ambrose promo next. Uh, he comes out and he says, let's clear the air, John Cena. Come on out, John Cena. Let's clear the air with you. Uh, Cena comes out. Uh, the crowd sings John Cena sucks in time with the music. Which is awesome. Which is always great. Um... John Cena high fives Bobby Moynihan in the front row. Tight. There's an Eric the Midget sign. There was Eric the Midget who uh, passed away. Eric the actor, rest in peace. Yes. Uh, goodbye for now. For now. Uh, we will see you soon. Eric the Midget, you are great. It was so good. He's. Uh, I, it was Eric the Midget in his wheelchair tied to balloons. <laughs> it was so good. I think. Did he have a halo? I he might have. He okay, I, could, I couldn't it, remember. It made me so happy to see that. Yeah. And you know Stern probably talked about it. Oh, like, oh I'm sure. That was so good. But Eric, that, if you guys aren't familiar with Eric the Midget or Eric the Actor yes. on the Stern Show, he is a, he was, he died recently, which mm-hmm. was very sad. Sean's favorite thing, I think, to ever happen in the history of media. Uh, yeah, just period. Sean, like, has fan art from, from Eric the Midget. He has, like, he has all of Eric the Midget's calls saved on a hard drive, yep. and he listens to them all the time. And there, there was a, um, I think it was a TNA. It was the TNA Bound for Glory pay per view oh, taping. We, we were there in San Diego, and Eric the Midget was there. And yeah, it, it's it's their WrestleMania. It's yep. their biggest show of the year. It was last January, I want to uh-huh. say. 
or this January. Yeah. And I remember we walking through the gates. For some reason, Sean decided to come to this event. Yeah, it was all Mega 64. Yeah. We all went. We it was all, like a big hangout thing. We all went, and we walked through. Sean got there, and he goes, now all we got to do is, is find, find Eric the Midget. And I just immediately yep. after Sean you, said that went. Is that him right there? There he is. Well, I mean, is that him? There's, <laughs> there's no question. It's a dude in a wheelchair yep. with a bodyguard. And I go, uh, is that him right there? And then Sean just goes, holy shit. And he goes... Ran over it. There's a picture. They took a picture with Eric the Midget. They were so... Sean was so happy. Yep. So there was a sign, Eric the Midget sign, at Raw. Showed Sean. I mean, it's it's great. Bye for now. Yep. Uh, So this is a pretty tense promo. I think it's pretty good. Nice little back and forth. John Cena has a little bit of an edge here. Mm -hmm. Um, But Dean Ambrose was uh, the better. Yeah. And... uh, As always. John Cena was like, you don't need me, I don't need you, whatever. And Ambrose went, you know what? Jump on the up train. I'm going to Coney Island get a hot dog. Goodbye. And he tosses his microphone, hops out, runs away. And then there's actual footage of him getting on a train, which took so long. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then I love the shot of the black dude in there. There was a dude seeing this one going. Who just looks at the camera and Wait, goes, what the fuck? <laughs> but uh, if for those of you who don't know, which I would be very surprised, New York is the home of WWE. So that it, it's like they're whenever they do a show like this, it's always like a homecoming. Yeah, they, they love... Originally, WWE, WWF, WWWF was a Northeastern Territory, mm-hmm. and it ran all through there. Madison Square Garden and everything is yeah. like a big home for it. But Brooklyn, the Barclays Center, is like the new, it's like one of like the new spots, and they always get a big crowd and everything, so it's pretty cool. It's good. Uh, SmackDown's in Philly this week. Oh, 15th damn. anniversary, but like, it's sound edited, so I don't give a shit, because mm-hmm. I want to hear the sound. Uh, so Ambrose gets on a train. There's a Cena uh, Triple H promo, where Triple H has the best line. He says, don't forget, uh... Stay calm and never give up. Pointing to John Cena's shirt. I thought that was like... That was great. Be that heel all the time, Yeah, fuck. Yeah. He's so good. Be Evolution Triple H, which was just deplorable. You hated him. You hated him. You hated him. Yep. Uh, Bree versus Summer in a one-arm tied-behind-your-back match. Uh, I skipped it, but I saw that it ended with a knee to the face. Any other Uh, other notes from that? Nope. Cool. Uh, Miz and Mizdow, Kane promo. They give a... uh, they give a fruit basket mm-hmm. to the authority as an apology. <laughs> Damien Sandow is like one of the best things on Raw. It goes oh. like Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. Damien Sandow. I would agree. It He's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that like, yeah, be a stunt double for The Miz would turn into something where I just go, I can't get enough of it. Me Do too. More. Do more. Do Every promo should be this. Every match should be this. I love it. It was great. So good. Um, so they give the fruit basket as an apology, and Miz and Sheamus gets made for that night. Mm-hmm. That's it. Next week, it's Swagger and Tyson Kidd. What the fuck? Yeah. Not expecting that at all. Nope. Um, fast-paced match. Kid hiding behind Natty and then awesome. kicking Jack Swagger's fucking head off. That was awesome. awesome. And then he goes to high-five Natty, and Natty's like, what the fuck are you doing? I thought that was great. Yeah, That was really funny. That top rope throw to the ankle lock looked good. That's just Jack Swagger's thing. He wants everything to go into the ankle lock. Yeah. Um, his We the People, where he puts his hand over the heart, he says, he starts the We the People chant. He says We and then doesn't say the people, and it bothers the shit out of me. Yeah. I, I At first, I'm like, huh, that, that's Do the kinda... whole, scream the whole fucking thing. That, that's hey, man, what I want. That's about the only thing keeping you on TV right now. Scream the whole fucking yeah. thing, please. Yeah, I thought it was cool the one time, and then he did it again. I'm like, no, do, do, the, do whole the whole thing. Fucking, yep, exactly. Um, any other notes from that match? I, I just thought, wish Kid didn't tap. I yeah, mean, I get... Me, me too, me too. I get that he has to lose. I, I wish that he would have pulled the tights and got a cheap win and yeah. everything. Whatever. Um, Edge and Christian host a SmackDown 15 reek of awesomeness after post-Raw thing. We watched it. It was okay. Yeah, you have the network and you got half an hour or whatever, watch it. Yeah. Uh, it might have been an hour, whatever. There's a Roman Reigns update. He's healing well. Any other notes from that? What, like, what was the point of it? The, what you remember Roman Reigns? Yeah. That, that's, I mean, that was literally the no, point. No, I get it. I just, I mean, you figure you could give it a little yep. bit more than, like, 10 seconds. Yep. Uh, the next match, Los Matadores against Slater Gator. Oh, no, wait, I crossed that out. It's Torito against Mini Gator. Yes, what I did, too. Uh, I love Mini Gator. <laughs> oh, me, too. I know that the crowd chanted, this is stupid, and the segment pretty much was stupid, and, mm-hmm. like, the match was really slow and dumb. Mm-hmm. It took way too much time when mm-hmm. there could have been an actual wrestling match, where, up to this point, there was almost no wrestling. Yeah, there you, wasn't. There was no wrestling. I look back. There, I, there was a there was a six man tag match, and then the Swagger Tyson Kid match. That was pretty much it. That was the only real wrestling yep, yeah. of the whole so, show. And you could tell the crowd was really antsy and uh, did not like this. Uh, Torito puts the Gator to sleep by putting a, uh, a cape over its head. I don't know. There's a Gator roll on Slater, and then a Torito moonsault. 
any of the notes from that? JBL was like, he didn't know what to do. In no, this. no, no. It was great. He, he was so, and this is why I love JBL. He was so overwhelmed by the fact that there was a mini gator. Yep. He called it a dragon. Yeah. He kept, oh, talking he kept about calling Khaleesi. it a dragon. Yeah, it was so great. It was fucking weird. But yeah, it was stupid as shit. And there was no wrestling on the show. But like, hey, Hornswoggle, you fucking rule. Yep. Coming out there and crawling and then standing up to reveal yourself as mini gator again cracks me up so fucking bad oh, it's hilarious i just i just hate the crowd no, though. Well, like, but like i don't even blame them because if i was there live i would have been furious yeah it's you're halfway through the show and you've had like one and a half matches yeah but i wouldn't th- this goes back to what we were saying during nxc i wouldn't not chant for the wrestling don't I, I, don't I know, chant I know Derek jeter yeah. i get it he yeah. just retired whatever i don't chant for Derek jeter i i'm i'm with you but like when they give you brie against summer in a one arm tied behind your back match. Yeah. Like, you're pretty checked out. I get it. I, I don't blame them in this case. Yeah. I, I know you're dogging on NXT for that, but NXT had like a lot of wrestling in mm-hmm. it. And this has like almost none. Yeah. It's really hard. Hey, guess what? Another promo Rusev and Lana. I like didn't give a fuck. Hey, we're, hey, big show. Rah, 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 rah. Big sus- show's doing suspended. Sensit- He's doing sensitivity training. Cool. Well, come on out. Who am I going to face? Who am I going to face? The Rock. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. What? Why the hell was The Rock there? I have a friend on Facebook who who posted earlier that day. He lives in New York, and he's like, I just saw The Rock in my building. Like, the people's champ. Holy shit. Wow. And uh, I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. And then The Rock showed up here, and I was like, what the fuck? Hey, the crowd woke the fuck up for yeah. the rest of the show. Damn. Um, Rock promos are untouchable. Oh, I yeah. mean, still, he is better. It's like... He's better than anybody else, mm-hmm. not by a little bit, by a fucking long shot. Yeah. It is night and day, him compared to everyone else. This promo was so good and yep. had the crowd so hot. The Rock has everyone wrapped around his finger. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. The, the the worst thing about it for me is that I didn't get to watch it until later, mm-hmm. so I knew he was going to be there. Oh, see, I had no idea. But the best part about it was I didn't think he was going to show up there. Yeah, yeah, so it was so like, whoa. It, so it yeah. still caught me by surprise because yeah. I was, like, kind of checking out at this time because, of course, it was another yeah. Lana fucking of, bullshit. Yeah, the same rant. promo, yeah. And then The Rock came in, and I'm like, oh, fuck, hell yeah. And, man, yep. the, the thing, how he can get away with, like, saying certain things, yep. he's got such a way with words. He I does. He's, he's just great. He's such a good talker. I mean, he's one of the best of all time, period. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Rock and Rusev get into it. Uh, Rock tosses Rusev out, which I understand. I'm not going to be one of the people that are upset. Like, they should have Rusev go over. No. No. no at no point will Rusev ever go over the Rock. That That's not his place. Having him cut a promo with Rusev and Lana. That's good. Immediately elevates them so much higher. Yeah. Immediately. They, they... To have Rock give them the time of day mm-hmm. and to give them like a like a 15 20 minute segment hell yeah i mean and it was good it was a good it was great like it was great. heel building yep. segment oh, i thought it was perfect i just hope they do better promos from lana and rusev in the future we'll see we'll see next we get um Paige and alicia fox against aj and her tag team partner emma yay we get emma. she's back the crowd kind of popped for emma it was pretty cool mm-hmm. uh emma's in the match she's in control uh, she's doing the Emma Mite sandwich and the dilemma and uh, doing all her Emma dances. Yep. And then uh, AJ walks out. She's very upset with Emma, which is weird because she's the face. Yeah. I, I didn't get that. Terrible looking. Uh, uh, Rampage yeah. on Emma, one, two, three. Sorry. Paige has gloves now. Yeah. Weird. I, just changing the look just like a little bit here and there. And I, I like it. I just, man, b- book a better match. Yep. I agree. But this is the Divas division. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. No, they're not. It's the same shit over and over, whatever. Yeah. Eric Rowan promo. Yeah. He's getting let loose. Yeah, this was the second Wyatt's promo. Yep. And they they focused on Rowan this time. I like it. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. And then the end was really cryptic. The it's coming and it was like a pregnant woman. Yeah. But I think this is just like the rebirth of Eric Rowan or the rebirth of like the Wyatt family type thing. Which I'm so happy they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just give them something significant. That's all it is. They can pretty much go anywhere and do anything. Mm -hmm. You just have to give them something significant. Yeah. That's it. I was reading something online about um, the John Cena test. Yeah, you know what? I was reading that too. And and at first I was kind of like, that's bullshit. They shouldn't do this. But 
That's actually a really good thing to do. I, I guess, think. yeah. It's just, but then you don't build, you need to build people as big as that, and what you're doing is building people smaller. Yeah. And and then you don't have anything that takes its place. Yeah. It's it's extremely short-sighted. It is. It's, it's incredibly short-sighted it, looking. It needs to be something that's done after the, the, the group has, like yeah. D, what Dean Ambrose is doing right now, because mm-hmm. that's what it was talking about. Yeah. He's going to survive this because he's already built as himself mm-hmm. rather than building against Cena. Exactly. And so we'll see. We'll see kind of where it goes yeah. or whatever. Uh, next, we get the Miz and Sheamus. Uh, Miz slapping Sheamus at the beginning, I really liked. Uh, I just want you to realize that these are two formal, former, not World Heavyweight Champions, WWE Champions in yeah. the ring. The most over person in the whole match is Damian Sandow. Absolutely. As a stunt double. Take. I mean, I would say take notice and take notes, but like, they're not going to do anything with it. Uh, That's fine. But you know what? It, if this is how he gets over, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Yeah, whatever. Because he wasn't getting over with the wrestling. Uh-uh. They weren't booking him to, at least. Nope. They threw away his money in the bank. Yep. Which I thought was absolutely garbage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I am I just, I love it. He's he's taking a shit gimmick and working with it. Yep. Uh, Sandow is so over. It must suck to be Sheamus because he gets put against all these people who are, like, so much more popular than he is. Yeah. But Sheamus isn't even, like, gar- like he's not garbage. It's just that his character is nothing and boring. Yeah. So, like, none of his matches are bad. His matches are always pretty good. Yeah. It's just he's, man, he's just not that entertaining. He's nothing. On his own. Uh-uh. He's, he's like, all, all the complaints we've had about John Cena, how John Cena can't carry a match without having a good, like, wall to bounce off of. Yep. Uh, Sheamus doesn't even have that. Nope. It, it, it's such a bummer. Unless yep. he's facing Ryback, and yep. then it's like, holy shit. Yeah, because they just slug each other. Fuck. I feel the same way when he faces Cesaro. Yeah. When, when he can just, like, let loose and, fuck, like, beat the shit out of someone, it's a lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miz rolls up Sheamus, and then Sheamus chases them off with a chair. Any other notes? That's it. John Cena hugs Joan London. Any other notes from that? Yeah. I didn't watch that. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I can't subject myself to that. I Mm-mm. don't care. I, I love wrestling. I don't love that. Uh, Cena against Rollins, Canes, Canes and Ortons. Canes um, and Ortons. It's cool. I wrote can on my book, <laughs> so. Uh, Cena gets all beat up. Well, Rollins has to start the match here. Yeah, and then and then he tagged Kane, which is all I thought was like, why even say this? Yeah. Who gives a shit? Um, Cena's getting beat up, and the whole time I'm going, okay, well, let's get to the Ambrose showing up thing. Mm-hmm. Ambrose shows up with a hot dog cart, which, if it's anyone else is the cheesiest, stupidest thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose showing up with it is like... What's gonna happen? What is this? Imagine if, like, Sheamus showed up with it. Oh, God. Because that is something that they would do. Yeah. If, if this was Sheamus in the Ambrose spot, same thing. Yeah, I would have rolled my eyes. Absolutely. Because I mean, it would have been boring as shit. Yeah. Dean Ambrose did it, and you're like, all right, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, because you don't know what the fuck's going to nope. happen with Dean Ambrose. Nope, it's great. Um, he has ketchup and mustard in his uh, holsters, and then he sprays uh, mustard on Kane and Orton. A ketchup cane uh, goes in, but Cena and Ambrose clean house. Uh, they beat up Rollins and Orton and Kane. The authority come down, and they say, hey, we're the authority. Don't do this. But at hell in a cell, <gasps> Cena against Ambrose... The winner gets to face Rollins in the cell. Who? Who? What will happen? Who knows? Double arm DDT to Cena by Ambrose. Biggest pop of the night. Yep. I, man, I love Ambrose getting this push. I'm, like I said last week, bummed that Roman Reigns had to get injured. I think it's necess- It's good because he wasn't ready. Yep. And they were going to give him a huge push that I don't think would have been good for him now. I agree. Um, this gives him that slow burn, that big return, because mm-hmm. he's not going to not get a huge fucking exactly. pop when he comes back. It's going to be awesome. And now you got somebody who can actually be good on the mic, good in the ring, mm-hmm. all around ready for a push. Mm-hmm. Get that push. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I think I think we um, we might have mentioned this on the last show, but if not, I wanted to bring up, I, I actually really enjoy that the WWE Championship is not up for grabs. I, you know what? They didn't even mention it. Mm-hmm. There was no Paul Heyman or anything. No. But that gives the WWE Championship, World Heavyweight Championship, sorry, the that prestige of it's only defended when it needs, like, when it's, like, 
when it's worth Brock Lesnar's yeah. time. Yeah. And as the character of Brock Lesnar, who I have time and time again, like, just fallen more in love with. Yeah. You're going through and, like, watching all of his pay-per-views. Yeah. I, I watched all of his pay-per-view matches, and he has never not been this dominant force, never not been this amazing in-ring athlete. Right. Sells for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily always great on the mic. Yeah. But has that presence. So I... I like this. I like where they're going with it. I heard, or I've heard a rumor, and we, I know we don't normally talk about this, like, I mean, rumor shit, uh-huh. that he's not booked until next year. Wow. That that we're done with Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. being in shit until next year. He's not scheduled until Royal, I think until Royal Rumble in January. I would like to see one more title defense before that. It's Survivor Series that, in, in Noviembre. That'd be, that'd be November, nice. Spanish for November. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Novembre in French. Oh, fuck. How do you say it in Arabic? Uh, I don't know. Oh. Wow. So if we went to Lebanon and I said, what what month is it between October and December? You wouldn't even be able to tell me. I wouldn't even be able to tell you what fucking October was. <laughs> 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 so much for those Lebanese flags. Yeah. Well, guys, we have a couple of emails, but we're really out of time uh, because we talked about nothing for like the first 20 minutes of the show. So we really apologize. Uh, we were coming down off some uh, Sculpin Habanero, uh, some some drink. Yep. It was pretty good. Uh, but guys, we did it. Episode 31, it's in the books. We booked it, and we booked the hell out of it. We sure did. Uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, at Go Home Show on Twitter, on Tumblr, thegohomeshow.tumblr.com, on Facebook, facebook.com slash thegohomeshow. Again, you can find us on iTunes. Leave a review. Let people know uh, how uh, great and handsome we are and how we're best friends and we love Sasha Banks. And then uh, also let Sasha Banks know that we love her. Yep. Just where, however you want to do that, that's up to you. You know, on Twitter, on Tumblr, however, you know, that's fine. No yeah, big deal. however no big you want to do it. No, no big deal, whatever. It's no not big, a big deal. It's not even like whatever. Yeah. It's like... It's like what? It's not a big deal. It's like no, yeah. it's like if you like see Renee Young somewhere, yeah, you know, let her know too. Let her and know it's like too. you know whatever. It's not a big you know. It's just like a what? Yeah, hey, like, what? You, know, you know what are you? Yeah. Oh, crazy! Uh, uh, so you know, crazy! It's not a big yeah. no. It's like whatever. It's you like know? yeah, like what? Like uh, you know, a couple guys. Uh, dad, you know what? Never you know whatever. Yeah, you got worry about do, it. Do whatever you want. But Brian, yeah, we did it. Episode thirty-one. It's in the books. That's right. Um, we that's it. We did it. We are. Rolling on to episode 32, which everyone knows is the best episode of a podcast. You can go and listen to the 32nd episode of any podcast and go, wow, this is where these guys fucking nailed it. Uh-huh. They so, come into their own. So that's where you can really <laughs> look forward to us having our voice in the next podcast. Mm-hmm. But Brian, any parting words for the people who are listening? Yeah. It, you know, that number 32 podcast, this is going to be the greatest one. And this one is just the go home show. It's not even her fucking line. <laughs>